Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at the command structure. We'll be discussing basic iOS command structure, iOS command syntax, the iOS help feature, and finally, hotkeys and shortcuts. This episode is part of my series on introduction to networks. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. As we start using these commands, there, there's a certain format to these commands. If, if you notice in, in the example here, we have the prompt, and that's typically your device name. Here it happens to be switch. Then it's that either greater than sign, pound sign. If there's something in brackets, if you're in one of the other configuration modes, that's all part of the prompt. So you'll see that on every new line you have. And then here you, you start off typing in the command. The command is what you wanted to do. You want to change the host name. You want to change the time. You want to set an IP address. That's the command. And then you put a space in there. So the space indicates that's the end of the command and now starts the rest of the command. It's either keywords or arguments that you want to put in there. Uh, keyword examples are if you're setting an IP address, you want to know what the, the IP address is. You want to know what the subnet mask is. So those are keywords or arguments you would put in there. So you, you have the prompt, which always shows up there. You type in your command, then you put that space. That space is very critical in there. Signify that's the difference between the command and the keyword. After the space, you put your keyword keywords and arguments in there. When you go through and you look at, this, at the commands, there's a certain command syntax that goes with it. In this top example here, we have the uh, help command for our switch port security command. If you notice, it says switch port, and then there's the round brackets that says config-if, so you're configuring an interface followed by the pound sign, so you are in privilege exec mode at this point in time. Then it says switch port, port security, aging. Those are all in uh, bold characteristics. That means that those are required. That's what that's what required. Then between aging and static, we have a squiggly bracket then we have the word static that's in bold then we have a space and then we have a vertical line that is the uh, shift key above the enter key on your keyboard uh, some people call it the pipe sign some people call it the more sign but that vertical line in there separates a choice after the aging we have a squiggly bracket Notice we have an open squiggly bracket between aging and static. At the end, we have actually two squiggly brackets. And if you notice, there, there's some nesting happening. But we have an opening squiggly bracket and a closing squiggly bracket. What the squiggly bracket indicates is that's a required element. You have to put something following the word aging in your command when you enter it. Now, as we look inside the first set of squiggly brackets, we have the word static followed by this vertical line. This vertical line is called the pipe sign, the more sign. Depending upon where you come from, that line is the shift key above your enter key. And in the Cisco iOS, what that's saying is that's separating two choices for you, or it's separating choices. Inside the squiggly brackets, we have to choose something 
And that something can either be static or time or this type. So you have to choose one of these three in there inside the squiggly brackets. You can't choose two of them. You only can choose one. Looking here, you can choose static. You can choose time. But then it also has the word time after that. And notice it's not bold. So that's an option. That's a variable you have to put in there. You have to put how long you want this security, port security on switch port to act. Or instead of static or time, you could put type. And then notice it's followed by some squiggly brackets, a bold absolute, a bold inactivity with a pipe sign. If you put the word type in there, you have to either put absolutely or inactivity. As we look at this syntax here, it does seem a little bit complicated, but once you start looking at it and understanding squiggly brackets, that means you have to choose something from in there. If you see the pipe sign, that means you have to choose one or the other, or in this case, or the other. So you have three different choices. Bold represents, hey, you need to include this word. So like the first three words there, you have to include those. If it's not bold, that's a variable you have to enter in. And then if it's italicized, if you notice that like down here on this trace route example, the second example I have here, it says trace route and that's in bold, then it's a space. So that's the end of our command. And then it's an option. And then it's, an, it's italicized and it's looking for an argument you need to supply. So you have to supply that IP address to complete that command. It's italicized. That's how it goes. If you happen to see the square brackets, that's an optional thing you have to put at the end. It's, it's an optional argument. You don't, squiggly brackets are required, square brackets, those are optional. So looking at the syntax command, when you do a help command, you look up a command on Cisco's website or somewhere on the web, understand that the bold, the italicis, square brackets, squiggly brackets, and then the pipe sign. If you like this episode on the command structure and you get value out of it, and depending upon the platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. Doing this supports the channel, which in turn helps me bring you more great content. Subscribe to my channel and click that notification bell. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. The Cisco operating system has some help features built in. That is the question mark. Definitely learn to use that because it will help you in navigating and programming your system if you forget something to do. This first example, we're in our router here, right? We're in our router. We're in privilege exec mode because the pound sign here and we're typing in the word ping. Notice that there's a space here. That space is important at this point in time. Then we put our question mark, right? Ping space question mark. What that does is it lists all the commands it is expecting next. And so ping space question mark is going to return word IP or IP version six. What it's expecting is either a word or a DNS entry, so www.kevtechify.com, 
or you can put in an IP address. And if it doesn't say version six, we're talking a version four IP address, or it's expecting an IP version six address. This would be in squiggly brackets if you if you would put it out there, and then there would be or the pipe sign between each one of those. Space question mark lists out what commands they're expecting next, what options attributes they're expecting next in the command. The other help feature is you type in a command incorrectly. If you type in a command incorrectly, so we're on our switch here. We are in privilege exec mode. You type in interface fast ethernet zero slash one. You hit enter. The operating system gives you a little care somewhere below that command you entered in. And it says invalid input detected at mark that little carriage sign pointing up. Right where that little mark is, there's an error in the syntax. And now what I would do is I would go back, I would type the word interface, put a space, and then put a question mark. The Cisco operating system would then list out what it's expecting and you can make the change and you can get the command to work just fine. Couple things to also understand. Context-sensitive help and command sy syntax. The help command is in user exec mode, privilege exec mode, and global configuration mode. Anywhere you're in that operating system, you have access to that help command. You can finish commands and arguments. One thing to learn is instead of typing the word interface, you can type in INT. And as soon as the Cisco operating system identifies that's the command you're typing, basically making it unique, it will execute it as if you typed in that full command. Another thing to, to, to do is once you type in INT, you can hit the tab key and it'll type it out for you. It'll type out, it'll finish typing out the word interface. It'll do that with all the commands. It'll do it with all the arguments and options also. That command syntax checker where that little carrot points to your, where there's a problem in your command, learn to use that. Now, sometimes I'll be honest with you, the descriptor saying that your command is invalid that's as close as they're going to give you to telling what your what your problem is. So you're going to have, probably have to do a little research, use that question mark, but you can get through that and it'll at least point you in the right direction. Yep, there's some wow. There's some hotkeys and shortcuts that I think you should be aware of that that'll help you when you're using the Cisco operating system. The first one is to use the question mark. Again, remember on the previous slide we talked about using putting in a command, putting in a space, that space is important, and then the question mark, and it'll tell you what options or arguments it's looking for. Here in this first example, we are typing in a command, but there is no space in it. There is no space there, and we're putting a question mark. So we typed in C-O-N for con, and then a question mark, no space in there. What the operating system is going to do is reply back on what words match this. What words match this? So I type in, in privilege exec mode, I type in C-O-N, question mark. It'll reply back with the word configure or connect. Those are the two, two words that start with C-O-N that the operating system is expecting. Also, I mentioned this briefly earlier on the last slide, but you can use abbreviations. Here, instead of typing the word out 
configure, you can type in just CONF. And once it becomes unique, there's no other thing. So if I would type in CONF and put a question mark, all it's gonna say is configure. But if I type in CON, look, it matches configure and connect from that top example. So I have to type in CONF space. And then once it becomes unique, the operating system will assume that's the command you're doing. And then you can go on. Now, config T, where we put the T at the end. So the actual term to go from privilege exec mode into global configuration mode is configure terminal. But there's only one T as an option or an argument there. So as soon as you type that one letter, it becomes unique. So you can type in CONF space T, hit enter. That'd be just like typing configure space terminal. You can start using these shortcuts when we're there. Couple other things to be aware of. You can use tab, tab completion. So as you're typing out CONF, you can either leave it like that or you can hit tab and the operating system will type out the word configure for you. Backspace erases one character backwards. So if you type in configure and you happen to uh, accidentally hit two E's at the end of the word configure, you can hit backspace, it'll delete one. You can hit the left arrow or control B and it moves one, it moves the cursor one to the left. So you don't have to delete everything from the right side to the left side. You can just arrow over to where your, your typo is, change that and hit enter. So left arrow, right arrow moves that cursor around. The last one here, the up arrow and also the down arrow allows you to navigate through the command history. So if you hit the up arrow once, it'll display that last command you typed in. And then if you hit enter, it'll do that command again. If you hit up arrow twice, it'll go back two commands in its history. And if you hit up arrow 20 times, it'll go 20 commands back so you can type that in. If you have a lot of interfaces and you're setting up IP addresses, that's kind of handy so you don't have to type the entire command over. You can just arrow back you can arrow up to the command that's similar to the one you want to enter in, change the variables, use the right and left arrow key, change the interface from maybe fast ethernet 01 to fast ethernet 02, change arrow around, change the IP address from a dot one at the end to maybe a dot two and hit enter. Some people find that's much easier to do instead of having to retype the entire command. Using your arrow keys is a nice shortcut to use. It was my pleasure to bring you this wonderful episode on the command structure. If you liked this episode and you got value out of it, and of course, depending upon what platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All of my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. And you can get all of these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on introduction to networks. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I linked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on introduction to networks. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.